0: What is up, everybody? I am George Mossy. Please say hello to my co-host, Dee Dee. So, Night Day Fiance, Love in Paradise, Season 3, Episode 4 is aired. Oh, there was no Jordan in Everton this week, so that voicemail that we're 100% positive was from a woman that he was cheating on her with, and I'm pretty sure we saw that in the preview for next week. That's coming next week. So the drama has already began We're right in the beginning of the season and the drama is already taking place. So let's talk about more drama because that's my favorite part here at the George Massey show, the drama. So we found out that one may or may not have cheated on Jessica. He denies that he physically cheated, but he admits that there was a woman that he met on the cruise ship and he led her on. That's as far as he will have his admitting to go. So what do you think is going on because what bothered me the most I think of this whole situation it wasn't that one cheated it was more so that Megan was more worried about it than Jessica. Jessica was just like, "Oh, well, I love him and I I'm, I'm pregnant with his baby. We have to make it work." And I'm like, "Jessica, you don't have to make it work with anyone, especially if you're getting phone calls like this and he's all the way in the middle of the ocean with no phone service and you literally don't know what's going on. And just because you're pregnant and engaged doesn't mean that you have to say, well, I just have to figure this out and make it work. Right?
1: Exactly. I mean, come on. I mean, he works on a, a cruise ship. Have Have you not been on a cruise? I mean, didn't isn't that the place that you met him? I mean, all these um, beautiful women um, all over him. I mean, he's a bartender. I mean, come on. I mean, I'm sure there's some kind of cheating going on, whether he admits it or not. I believe he did. I really did. But like you
0: said, being a bartender on a cruise ship where there's a lot of women who are just looking to have a good time just for right now. They know that they're not going to see you in a month. They're not going to see you in a week. I do feel like the temptation is always going to be there. And the fact that he gave in while he was with her, you know, this was like a month before she got pregnant. So it was pretty serious. So the fact that he gave in and, and I don't know what he did. I don't want to say he cheated. He said he did not. The woman said that he did. I just I've, I'm worried because they're about to start a life together and she has two sons already. You know, and I'm just worried. Is this a situation that's only going to get worse? You know, because trust is the most important thing in a relationship and bringing him to America. If he's maybe talking to other women, maybe doing more. I don't know if that's a good idea.
1: Well, I've been on lots of cruises, and when I tell you these guys, they flirt, and some of them take it to the extreme, they take it to the extreme. I've gone cruises all the time, so it's I, I, I would believe that he cheated because, I mean, if you open that door, these guys are out in the middle of the ocean for months um, at a time. So, like you said, how is their other half going to know what they're doing Right, they're not?
0: There's no accountability at all. You it's the fact that this woman somehow found his Instagram and told and reached out to Jessica. That was just pure chance, because I'm pretty sure he probably could have just gave any woman on the ship a fake name and there would have never been any trail to find him. So this was probably his mistake anyway. I think so. I want to talk about Lydia and Scott, because after their first date, um, Lydia decided to bring Nicole um, on the date. And for different reasons, she wanted Nicole to meet him, obviously. And Nicole can speak English. So she's a free translator. And she also was in on it because Nicole had some questions and Scott was kind of offended by them. But it seemed like Lydia was in on it because she kind of liked the way the conversation was going. And Scott was like, well, I was waiting for Lydia to interject, you know, and say that this is getting out of hand and these are inappropriate. And Lydia seemed to be enjoying it. So what do you think about the idea of Nicole asking Scott about the woman he sent $17,000? Wait, let's go back. What do you think about the fact that Scott sent a woman from Columbia $17,000, first of all?
1: I don't even know what to say about that. I mean, come on. Seriously? I mean, come on, Scott. Seriously? $17,000? Are you serious? Are you serious right now? I mean, the lady, what, she was 29 years old. Um, How many years younger is that um, than him? I mean, come on. Those are red flags everywhere. If he didn't see those red flags, then I don't know what to tell you.
0: And it was in an eight-month period. That's such a small amount of time. That's a, a lot of
1: money for eight months. In eight months, seventeen
0: thousand. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I know. Like, what could she possibly have said she needed? Totally that much money in such a short amount of time. Oh, and she was twenty nine years old. So Lydia is also confused because she's like, "Well, what are you doing with me? If you normally date women so much younger than you?" So as much as I hate to admit it, I feel like Nicole did make some leadway with her questions and getting her mom, you know, the information that she needed because. Obviously, Lydia didn't know that Scott was dating women much younger. I think that he mentioned that he usually dated younger, but I don't think she understood the extent of younger because for his age, for a twenty-nine-year-old, that is a lot younger than him.
1: I remember, on the first show of the season, his mom was even surprised that he was wanting to date uh, Lydia because of her age, because he's always went for I think I believe she said um, mid twenties to. No, um, no older than 40. So that was even a surprise to her. So, yeah. So just imagine Lydia, um, her age. I would say the same thing. If these are all the girls that are women you're looking for, that you're having a relationship with, why would you want to be with me? I'm not in my 20s. I'm not in my 30s. That's a red flag on on his on his side.
0: Yeah, I think that this relationship is doomed the beginning i don't know
1: once nicole showed up it was doomed
0: (laughs) but i feel like after what she said i feel like she only made it more obvious that it was doomed because i was like i hate to say that nicole did something right here but i was like i do think that her mom did need to know these things and i feel like scott probably wasn't going to tell her so i feel like i hate to be like positively on nicole's side here but i think that it was important that lydia knew what she was getting into because scott probably wasn't going
1: to tell her Exactly, but Nicole didn't have to get to the point where she got. You know what I'm saying? Talking about how many women he's been sexually active with. Like, I mean, that. Of course, you know Lydia needs to know who he is, where he comes from. You know, she needs to make sure all the her little squares are checked. But come on, you got to draw a line somewhere. And then Nicole uh, telling Lydia that. Um he was trying to start an argument with her that was a lie. He he never tried to start an argument with her. Mm-hmm. So Nicole was adding stuff in there um that he wasn't even saying to make it look even more suspicious to Lydia. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not right.
0: Yeah, Nicole has a little sabotage in there for herself because you know, we saw what her mom Lydia did with her and Alejandro. So there's a little bit of animosity and sabotage in with her I don't want to say good intentions just with her intentions. I don't think Nicole really ever has good intentions, but with her <laughs> intentions, there's a little sabotage in there for her mom just because she's like, oh, well, I remember how difficult you made it for me when I was trying to date.
1: But remember we said from the get go that um, it was payback for Lydia for the, everything she did to her. So Lydia's getting a taste of her own medicine now.
0: Goes around, comes around, right? Yep. So I want to talk about April and Valentine, not to be confused with Valentine, who we will also talk about. So April has arrived in Santa Domingo and it's not a vacation spot like she's used to. Like she is in a nice hotel, but she's going to be going to Valentine's family's home and it's not what she's used to. And he's kind of worried because April is used to very, very nice resort type areas and he saw the first, I don't want to know if it was the first time that he saw her cleaning like crazy, because she's been there before, but Valentine seemed a little taken back at how difficult she was being, right? He was very surprised that she thought that such a nice hotel would be so dirty. And don't get me wrong, hotels are very dirty. I've seen the specials where they go in with the black lights and stuff. They are dirty, and I think her being a doctor and having OCD doesn't help the situation, but he's worried because, you know, his family's home is not going to be up to a standard that April is used to, you know, because the homes in other countries, the cleanliness standards are much different. So Valentine is very worried that like she's going to judge them unjustly and not give them a shot. And I hope that she's able to realize, you know, you have to know that there's a cultural difference between, you know, America and, and lots of different countries. I don't want to just say our country, lots of different countries. The cleanliness factor and things like that are always very different.
1: Well, yeah, I want to start by saying, you know, whenever these, you know, women or men, you know, go over and they meet um, the... The foreigners, I mean, they meet them in these luxurious, like amazing, beautiful places, but it doesn't really hit home until they see exactly where they're from. And I think whenever April gets to his his home, his mom's home, I mean, they pretty much from what I could tell, um, they pretty much live in um, what all Hispanics live in, like a little brick slash um, a little hole in the wall. And if she is acting like that at the hotel, imagine how she's going to act whenever she gets to his mom's home. She is going to flip out because there's no OCD cleaning there.
0: Uh, I'm hoping that she doesn't let her OCD and her germ issues get the best of her because you can't judge people based on how they live. And in certain countries, you know, this is just a standard for where they live. There's nothing that you can really do about it. The quality of the home, the foundation of the home, you can't do anything about that. So that's what he's worried about. He wants her to give them a fair chance. And I think they deserve that. They deserve a fair chance. And I'm hoping that she's able to do that. She even asked him if he took a shower before he could get in the bed with her. I was like, girl, you flew all the way here and you talking about you want to marry him. And then you're like- I you didn't see her here? take a shower. <laughs> right, and she right flown for, for hours. And oh, did you catch one more thing before we move on? Did you catch that Valentine said that he was excited about their relationship and he thought that they, he could see her moving to the DR with him. And then in her scene last week, she said that to her sisters, he needed to move to Houston with her. There's a communication gap here, right?
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's, just that, like, that's a problem waiting to happen right there. So that's
0: something that has to be figured out. OK, so Valentine and Carlos. So they finally were intimate, but not not in Carlos's eyes. Carlos sees intimacy as penetration. That never happened. They did try other things. But we did find out that Valentine hasn't spoken to his mom or seen. I want to say seen his mom. He's probably spoken to her in over eight years. And she's coming to the wedding. And she wants to meet Carlos. And this is a big deal because Valentine told us that when he was 19, when she found out about, you know, him being gay, she kicked him out of the house and they had a horrible relationship. So the fact that she's going to be flying, flying, to Colombia to be at the wedding, I think that this is a big deal. And I think Carlos is a little nervous, you know, and Valentine's like, I've never let my mom meet any other people that I've dated. So I'm, I'm worried because they are already on shaky ground, right? Like I feel like they fight more than they don't. So bringing another person in, because we already have um, Carlos's friend that they're fighting about. So now we're bringing in Valentine's mom and we're adding all these extra outside um, situations when they're already in a situation that they barely get along and barely see eye to eye. So my worriedness factor is going up. The level is, is, is going up because this wedding is in a week and I just don't need anything crazy to happen to throw it off. Right. Exactly.
1: There's going to be too many um, different characters in in one room. I mean, it's just a. Uh... Like, I, like I've said before, that's just going to be the oil that's added to the water. You know, it's going to be an explosion. I hope and pray that, you know, when his mom to um, the wedding that, you know, everything is smooth and everything, you know, plans out the way that um, Valentine and, and Carlos wants, you know, and and with Michelle as well. I hope they they're able to um, fix that because, that everyone needs to focus on Valentine and Carlos's dad. They need to put all their issues to the side. And from what I was hearing, Valentine and his mom has a lot of unresolved issues. That is, it's a possibility that could come up at the wedding.
0: That's the wrong place. And like you said, they need to work on those unresolved issues at a different time, because I, I, like yeah. you said, it, it's been eight years since they've seen each other. So that might seem like the time to get it all out on the table. But like you said, that's the wrong time to talk about any of your unresolved issues. It's about their wedding and focusing on their wedding. If you want to talk about it next week or after the honeymoon or whatever, that's fine. Open up that communication door. But like you said, let their wedding be their wedding. And same with Michelle. You know, everybody needs to respect these two's relationship. And I mean, I really wish that they could come to a consensus on who should be at the wedding and who shouldn't, because I feel like that's very important, too.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You know, because Carlos wants Michelle to be there. Valentine doesn't because of the relationship that they have. You know, that's causing issues. And then Carlos has got speculations about Valentine's mom showing because of the eight years that they have not had any kind of communication um, nor contact now all of a sudden she's wanting to come into the picture. I mean, there's just too, there's too much drama going on. There's too much already. Like I said, that is just all waiting to be poured into the water.
0: We're all here for, it. you know, we got our popcorn. We're ready. We're ready for it. Right. All right. Thank you so much to my co-host, DD for joining me. This has been the George Massey Show, Night of Beyonce, Love in Paradise, season three, episode four. We'll be here next week to talk about the rest of the episodes with you. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to all of you guys really soon.